0: What's good, Wizards fans? It's your hosts in The Real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to talk about some trade rumors for Kyle Kuzma, possibly getting multiple firsts in return, and also talking about Tyus Jones' trade rumors as well. And Brandon was at practice today, the Wizards practice. Let's get to it.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every
0: day. So I thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. All right, so there is an article going around by Brett Siegel about Kyle Kuzma's trade value and basically Tyus Jones's um, update on his on his trade uh, speculation and whatnot. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But Brandon, uh, he now has insight. Now he was at <laughs> Capital. He was at the uh, practice today. He got to talk to Wes Unsell Jr. He uh, also got a nice and up close video of Johnny Davis working out Blau Koulibaly is getting some shots up as well. Got to hear some stuff from Mike Buscala. Uh, but, you know, as Brandon posted on the Locked On Wizards page, uh, Johnny Davis and Bilal, check out Locked On Wizards on Twitter. That's where Brandon posted the video that he got today. Posted a couple videos on his page as well, his Twitter page. Uh, he said, J.D. and Bilal working on their jumpers. What do you guys think about Johnny's shot mechanics? So, what did you think about uh, Johnny's shots today and, and, and what you saw practice today?
1: Um, It feels like... He's changed shooting styles a few times, man, but mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a lot more fluid. I'll say that. It's a lot more fluid. It's just that the placement, I want to see a higher release point on the shot because, I mean, uh, for you guys to check out the video, right, look at that blouse shot. He's got the high release point, so he's getting there. But, I, you know, going forward, man, you know, um, talking about Johnny Davis, I think that he's more of a mid-range guy. I mean, you can just tell with the workouts, man, He he's a mid-range shooter. You know, he's a guy who's going to drive the lane more than he will settle for a jump shot. But, I mean, it's potential. I mean, he's <laughs> – Got to keep working at it, you know. I mean, I don't think it's broke. I think it's fixable. But it's it's crazy seeing the evolution of the shot from college to where it is now, and how it's changed so many times. But it's it's getting better. I will say that. Definitely, yeah,
0: yeah. I see. It's it, it still as slow and not as as fluid as we wanted wanted to see. Um, doesn't look the same as he in college. He just wasn't thinking at all. Now he's still thinking, yeah. but I, he's not dipping down as much as he did last year or in the beginning of the year. So those are some changes that I've seen to his mechanics. Uh, Blau shot looks looks really. It looks it, it's starting, it's getting better. I'm not saying it's starting to get better, but it, it looks good. He has a quick release, quick shot, but shooting the three ball well. Just hasn't really gotten the volume in games. Yeah, but um, I, I do want to see Johnny get some playing time. I know we'll talk about that. You know, if not today, then later. But I, I would like to see Johnny get some type of minutes. He's collecting DMPs, but yeah. we kind of know the situation there. He may not get playing time until after the trade down trade deadline, or he might not even get any playing time and get traded. Uh, from you know from the wizards we'll see what happens with that because uh, i just feel like this regime right now they're not really focused yeah on johnny davis minutes at this point
1: yeah i mean um i i asked west man and i asked you know with johnny mm-hmm. davis um is it what's the issue with the minutes like and he said pretty he flat out told me depth you know mm-hmm. he's so many people in front of him on the depth chart and you know and uh and that kind of leads into the question i asked him you know with the deadline coming up um how do you prioritize the minutes when you have to showcase your veterans for the trade deadline, as opposed to the young guys, you're trying to get a minutes to develop. And he said, look, you know, I don't really pay attention. I don't really showcase, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to put the best line out there. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I get it. The position he's in, man, you know, I, he's, he's got to say, you know, you can't let on too much of what you're trying to do, but I get it, man. You know, obviously they're, they're trying to showcase some, a couple of guys. I mean, let's be real. They're, they're never showcase, but, it's tough trying to find that, that balance to try to develop too. And that's why I think that really you're going to see a lot more development and a lot more leeway with these young guys after the deadline because we both said e, this is more of a transitional year because you got to kind of move on from a lot of these veteran contracts, get the assets from them, and then kind of figure out what their identity is going forward. So it's definitely a transitional year for the Wizards, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. he he. Some of it is showcasing. Some of it is just West. We've seen his rotations as well yeah. where he'll have some weird lineups in there where he'll play – anthony gill over denny and thank goodness he hasn't done that, that much this year like just giving anthony gill 25 to 30 minutes out of nowhere shout out to anthony gill no disrespect but uh um, yeah i mean you see uh, i've seen a lot of complaints about blau not getting a lot of minutes yeah. not getting featured much veterans getting a lot of time and um you know he's gonna say the politically correct answer he's not gonna say that we're showcasing that i got a call or from higher up or yeah. You know, we're just managing the team right now. We're trying to shop guys and showcase them and try to move these guys before the trade deadline. So he's not gonna come out and say that. Uh some of the lineups are still wonky here and there, but yeah, he's gotta play Shemet, even though Shemet has played well, he's gotta play DeLong long right. Delong right has played well defensively. Um, you know, he's gotta play some of those guys so they so they can get moved before the deadline. Uh, of course we would like to see more Bilal minutes and JJ Reddick said it on a podcast too, like, Hey, give Bilal the keys. Yeah. He's your guy. Let him rock and Obviously, kind of with this rotation going on right now, it just hasn't really been that way. Some of the, some of it is Bilal needs to be more aggressive, but you know, and then Koo's is getting up thirty-eight or what did he shot like thirty. Uh, he shot eighteen threes in the game, eighteen <laughs> yeah. threes in the game. So, yeah, I mean, he, he he says he's trying to win, but it's definitely it definitely feels like some of it is some of these veterans just you know get get in and, and play as much as you can so we can move them and that kind of ties us into what we're going to talk about with as far as the trade deadline.
1: Oh, absolutely, man. And, and the one fascinating kind of fascinating thing you kind of realize is that these guys realize, just like we do, what's going on. Like, the, you know, especially the vets. They know it's a rebuild. They know that a lot of them are probably not going to be here after the deadline. You know, because like I said, one of the first times I went up there, man, I talked to shaman and I asked him, I said, what's your mind frame, man, going towards the trade deadline? And he said, look, mm-hmm. I've been trading before. It is what it is. Like you kind of had, and he kind of looked up to the. GM office, man. But, I mean, they know what the deal is. You know what I mean? They know that this is a rebuild, very early on in the rebuild that a lot of these young guys are going to be the feature pieces going forward. So, you know, like I said, just like we know what's going to happen, they know what's going to happen. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You're going to see a different team after the deadline because there's a lot of, there's a, you know, a lot of talk with a lot of guys on this team. And you know, we talked about it before, man, you know, Gallinari buyout could be a real real possibility, man, because Mm -hmm. At this point, really, what can you get for Gallo at the stage in his career? You know, Shaman, I think, is definitely has value. Um, Tyus, man, you can definitely, definitely get assets mm-hmm. back for him. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gaffer's name's been mentioned, but you know, we'll we'll see. But they're, they're I mean this front office is definitely trying to make some moves because, like, you know, if you look at the business side of it, you know, we said it before when we st- you know talked about the news of their potential move to the VA. Look, they're trying to make major moves, and major moves need money, and money depends on a product that's going to compete. So, mm-hmm. you know, this rebuild, they're trying to get this thing rocking and, and rolling and get it, get them ready to, you know, get down the road, you know, and, and finally try to compete for a championship. So, hmm A hundred percent, yeah. That move to Alexandria for sure. They got to put a winner.
0: Probably out there, they're going to expect people to, to you know, make the commute out there and, and, you know, fill up the seats for any any stadium because right now it's just not getting it done. So, uh, But that's an awesome question, man. You know, that's a really good question to ask Wes Until Jr. to get, some real insight and a and a real answer from i mean you're not going to get a hundred percent of the truth he's going to answer polit- politically like he did yeah so but no that's awesome I and mean, you're getting some videos of uh, johnny davis and his shots and blah wow, i mean that's that's good stuff so definitely check out the locked on wizards page and brandon's page for more insight and updates i'm gonna definitely try to i'm gonna get down there very very soon for some games and some practice, yes, for sure so we can go down there together uh it definitely will be a great experience but We're going to move on to the uh, news and the article that just came out about Tyus Jones and also Kyle Kuzma and some of their trade value. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make sure you guys check out FanDuel. Right now, the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsman. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit fanduel.com slash on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Uh, so if you do want to get that $150 in bonus bets, uh, you can pick either D.C. sports team to lose. You look at the Commanders against the Cowboys, unfortunately, at 425 on Sunday instead of 1 o'clock in Landover, Maryland. Or you can look at the Wizards game versus the Cavs tomorrow. Now, the Cavs, Donovan Mitchell is back. If Donovan Mitchell was out like he's been the past couple games, I would say that the Wizards had a small chance. But you can definitely pick the Cavs money line against the Wizards, and you should definitely win $150 in bonus bets. Also, you guys, make sure you guys check out Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. My home sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, so let's look at the article here um, from Brett Siegel just talking about uh, Kyle Kuzma's uh trade value as well um definitely some surprising things so i'm gonna read the article here uh it says kyle kuzman expected is expected to be made available by the washington wizards for multiple first round picks. league sources told clutch points in the midst of a career year kuzma has averaged 23 points a game six boards a game one team that has been eyeing power forward help for quite some time is the indiana pacers tyus jones is expected to garner more interest in trade talks than kuzma sources said Jones's $14 million contract is very obtainable for various contending teams around the league. So um, what's your thoughts about the Kuzma news right there and the and the Pacers possibly, possibly being the team? Interesting.
1: Um, very intriguing, man. I ain't said that in a minute. Why? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very intriguing, man. I'm um, going to say that, you know, the Pacers were definitely, that name floated around. I know it was the Dallas Mavericks, uh, Sacramento Kings, uh, Memphis Grizzlies uh, kind of popped up uh, lately. But I think it's a good move for both parties. Um, They definitely need a guy his repertoire for the playoff push and we definitely need assets or young players back. So I definitely think that could be a big move now two first round picks. Now I think is a little optimistic. <laughs> I can see one, but I, I know the market is kind of weird now because there was reports of, you know, the, the jazz asking for like five first rounders for Laurie market. I mean, I, I don't see that happening, man. Um, but, but then you can also say that, look, man, you know, that really go bear trade really changed the scales of what it takes to pull off a major move. But, I don't I still don't see two first round picks for Kyle Kuzma. but I'll say this. Um, he definitely has some interest. You know, they definitely are, you know, I mean, he's officially, I mean, he's available, so I mean they're definitely now listening to offers. So um, again, that kind of reinforced what we said going into the season. You know, he was signed to a team-friendly deal because he was eventually going to be moved, you know. So I, like I said, I I, I like that decision. I still like the decision. I thought it was really smart to get assets for a player in return instead of just letting him walk. You know, you definitely, you know, get them get some assets back. So, um, I think it's a good move. I think Indiana is a good fit now. Normally, I would try to, you know, I would like to see them trade with a Western Conference team. I don't want to feed the teams that you know what I mean, but uh, you know, if you find a good deal, you find a good deal. And I think Indiana definitely a good deal. Now, looking at what I want in return, um, we we both agree that you know, it's not gonna be two first rounders, it's probably gonna be a first rounder and maybe a, a young player or maybe an aspiring contract and a young player, you know, it, one way or another. And if you look at young players, especially if you know player like uh, jared walker that's the first round pick pretty much because i mean he's you know he's a rookie so um there's options you know that's something that we haven't always had in dc with the wizards man there's options now you know and i think that the likelihood of him being moved at the deadline is starting to look a lot more likely at this point
0: point. Oh, 110 i mean they brought him back here for this reason a lot of people were upset that kyle kuzman was resigned and brought back but he was yeah. brought back to Basically, build on assets and to bring back a first round pick, get some assets for the future, and that's what Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma, he, he's had a he's had a he's had a good season. He's done a lot of good things. Twenty three points a game, six boards. He had one game where he you know triple double. Yeah, um, the games that we've won, he's had some big games. A couple thirty point games here and there. Yes, he shot up. There's been some games where he shot a bunch of shots to get to the thirty points, but he's had a darn good season. He's been a bright spot. He has been the best player on the team. Um, you know, there's not much to to stand on with that. But I mean, he he's done enough where I think some contenders, like the article said, some playoff teams like the Pacers, yeah, could definitely use his services. He's won a championship before. Solid defender on a on a on a good team, I think he would be a solid defender. Um, can pass, can get to the basket, can shoot the three, all that, can defend. As well. So yeah, Kyle Kuzman, he's a, he's a good player, man. And I think he can really help the team. I think he would be a good fit with the Pacers with Halliburton uh, pushing the pace. Oh yeah. Just running and gunning, running the floor, shooting threes, playing above the rim. So I think he would be a really, really good uh, piece on the Pacers. You look at the Pacers, they do have, and they do have an extra first round pick. They do have, they have their own 2024 first round pick and they have uh, another 2024 first round pick. Now there's a lot of uh, moving parts and pieces and, you know, like protections on the pick. Uh, it, the the looking at the listing on the pick, it says Indiana will receive the least favorable of OKC's 2024 2024 first round pick. Houston's 2024 first round pick protected for selections one through four at uh, the Clippers uh first round and Utah's first round. So it's it's a lot of like protections on that pick, but you could you could possibly get there first in that. I don't think that would happen. Personally, I think Coos would get you one first round pick, yeah, which is still a, a good. Which is still a, a pretty good uh, return for Kyle Kuzma, in my opinion. When you look at Brad, you didn't get a first for him. You didn't get a first for Porzingis. I think it would still be good if you got a first for for Kyle Kuzma. So I think that would be a really good move. And I think his trade value has definitely gone up uh, since the start of the season for sure. And I think a lot of I think a lot of good teams would be looking for him. Like you brought up the Mavericks, yeah, uh, the Kings, possibly the Grizzlies. We'll see. But I think a lot of playoff teams would be looking for Kyle Kuzma's services. So for two firsts. When I heard that, I was like, whoa, <laughs> multiple first-round picks? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know Gobert got a crazy trade, but, you know, still, Gobert won a yeah. defensive player of the year. I still think he got over. I still think it was a, a bit much for Gobert. But, um, yeah, if we can finesse a team for – or not finesse a team, but make a deal and get two firsts for him, it would probably be a a, a mid-tier first and then a late first. That still is a, – that's a darn good deal. And those, those, those are firsts that you can use and possibly flip or – um, use those first and draft two good players.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, they have options, man. I mean, you know, looking at who I, I would want in return, um, I was looking at, you know, we need center depth, Isaiah Jackson, which we actually drafted. <laughs> yeah. So we actually brought him, you right, know, yeah. he was a wizard for like five seconds. But, um, you know, Buddy Hill, spying contract, so maybe, you know, they move the money off the books. I get that. I can see that in the first, but it is options. I think, like I said, I think the likelihood, because, you know, before we didn't know whether he was going to be gone to the deadline or, you know, offseason, you know, how long he was going to be in D.C. But, look, things are really heating up. I mean, that, that OGA and Anobi trade really was the first domino. I mean, there's a lot of names in the business right now. I mean, Lauren Marketing, uh, Don Mitchell, You know, there's a lot of names in the, in the market right now. So, I think, you know, we said it before, man, if the market is right, then you got to make that move because they got to get this rebound, or the rebound, uh, rebuild rolling. It, it behooves them to start this thing off. And, you know, this thing you best believe, the second half of the season, man, is going to be dedicated purely to young players and seeing what they can do. Because I mean, don't forget a lot of these young guys are auditioning too. You know, it's not guaranteed. I mean, you know, Kisper's coming up next year, next year's a contract year. Um, Johnny Davis, you know, he desperately needs minutes because really, what is his long-term fit mm-hmm. in DC? So this is there's a lot of questions, you know. This is truly a transitional year. But getting back to trades, man, um, there's options. I mean, I, I keep saying that, and, and I like saying, you know, I like having options. You know, before it's kind of like we we made these weird trades like <laughs> you know, the OB trade was crazy, considering Ariza was old and, and it, it, you know, so many questionable trades. But now I'm optimistic at the trade deadline, which I, I haven't always felt that way. You know, I know this front office is going to try to get in maximum value for what we have, man. And with Tyus and Kyle Kuzma, man, we're going to be able to get a decent return and really kickstart this rebuild. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's my favorite time of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Ubre right now he has... No, he had eleven points in the first quarter. He has sixteen points right now in the third quarter. The the Sixers are winning seventy three to forty two against the Chicago against the Chicago Bulls, which is just uh, ridiculous. But yeah, of course that Ubre for Tra- Trevor Reza trade, definitely uh, one of the most disappointing trades in, in the history of the Wizards. Ernie Grenfell trade right there. But uh, we'll move on to uh, Tyus Jones. Right there. And uh, so the second part of the article is that Ty Jones expected to garner more interest in trade Toss, than Kyle Kuzma. Sources said Jones $14 million contract. It's very obtainable for various contending teams around the league. Uh, what are your thoughts about Ty, the Tyus Jones
1: report? Oh, same thing, man. You know, um, and it's weird because, you know, Kyle Kuzma and Ty Jones, if he we were a team that's trying to compete, I would love him here. I, I've loved what I've seen from Tyus Jones. He's come in. He's done his job. He's done it at a high level. Mm-hmm. Um, he, somebody's going to definitely need somebody who's going to be able to come in and start. Now, is he a guy who's going to be able to be that franchise point guard? Now, I think in this stage in his career, he's a, he's a backup, with a, but a guy who can come in and start. You know, he definitely, I mean, and he's proven that here in D.C. So, with you know, Tyus, he's definitely brought his value up. Uh, there's a lot of good fits out there. To me, the best fit is Houston, to be honest with you. I mean, you can see maybe an L.A. team, but I think Houston, you know, backing up uh, Van Fleet, I think, would be good for him. Um, they got young talent over there. We'll see. I, I'm you know, I know you think I'm gonna say Cam a little more, but I, I don't think that's <laughs> gonna happen in this stage, man. I think he's gonna be in Houston. But um the, I think you definitely get maximum value for Tyus Jones, man, because he's played well. He really has. And he and his performance has gone up as the season went on. You know, when the season first started, he didn't know what to really expect, kind of gave off Monte Moore's vibes. Like, you know, he he does his job, but nothing spectacular. But he's really, mm-hmm. you know, he's come in, and he's played good basketball. He really has, and teams noticed that. So I think that. Um, that trade for him and signing Kyle Kuzma, they were in hindsight obviously, but were really good sh- moves by his organization in the front office because they're going to be able to get some assets back and and especially if you look at Kuzman, you know, you know, you said it before, e, we didn't get really the maximum return for Bradley Bill. and damn sure they didn't get it for um KP. Mm-hmm. So I think with you know with um with Tyus and Kyle Kuzma, you're you're going to be able to get assets back f- instead of getting nothing. You know what I mean? So. I like what they're doing. I like where their head's at. I think they're really starting to make good moves to kickstart this rebuild.
0: Mm -hmm, 100%. Yeah, Tyus definitely is going to garner a lot of interest, like the article said, $14 million per year, which is a very favorable contract for sure. Tyus has picked it up the last couple games. Uh, Ever since that Pacers game, we had 13, 11, and 10, where he had a triple-double. He's just been on a tear. He had 22 points against the Suns, 24 against Portland in a win, 22 against Orlando. 16 against Sacramento, 16 points and 9 assists. So he's really picked it up, and he's he's gotten more comfortable and, felt hit and really gotten into his stride, uh, hitting the floater, you know, getting some lobs to gaff, finding open shooters like Corey Kispert or, or Kuzma for some threes here and there, pushing the pace, getting into the paint, playing his game really well, get, getting some deflections and steals. Uh, he has six steals against Phoenix, so he he's playing some really good basketball. I think the Miami Heat, they reportedly, they were they were rumored to have some interest in there. So I, I think he'd be a, a good backup guard for them. Uh and will really fit their culture really well with the Miami Heat. So I could see oh, him yeah. play well there. Um what team? You said the Rockets. So he'd be playing behind Van Vliet, uh, playing behind Jalen Green. I could I could see that too. But Tyus Jones, I mean, he's he's just a professional, you know. Yeah. He finally got a yeah. chance to start. He's always been behind John Morant. It was good to see him to get an opportunity to start and I think he's starting to make the most of it. At first it was a little rocky, a little inconsistent. Yeah. Same thing with Jordan Poole. They were just trying to get comfortable playing together in that backcourt. Terrible, I mean, not a good, not the best defensive backcourt, but they've <laughs> gotten a little bit better, not much, a little bit better, but I think they're learning to play with each other and uh Tyus certainly has gotten more comfortable in DC. He's played really, really well. I, I don't think you get a first form, but I do think you get maybe a player in a second. Um and maybe, maybe if a team really, really feels desperate for a point guard, then they may, they may, may throw a late first, if that.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too. E. Like, you know, if you play the market right, you know, depending on the situation, maybe they need a guy, need a point guard like right now, you can mm-hmm. get a first, but you got it. It's all about how they read the market, but you could definitely get a young player back. You know, you definitely get some assets back from. So, like I said, you know, Tyus Jones and Kyle Kuzma, they were good moves by these organizations because you're able to get assets back for veteran guys who are going to be able to go. Know, go compete on the competing team for a championship. so it's a win win on both sides. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, we're going to get to the
0: cash preview. Before we do that, we have a quick word from Brandon,
1: yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. I've gone through a lot of ticket, uh, I guess, companies, um, Ticketmaster SeatGeek, but to me, Game Time is the dopest one, it's the best one because you should have to worry about. Anything when you're buying your tickets to the next your next event, right? Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all sporting events, plus music shows, comedy shows, theater events near you. You can see the view from your seat before you buy the tickets, so you know exactly what to expect and what your view is, which is key. All the prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting the greatest deal before you check out. Because those are that's a big one with me. Uh, buying tickets in seconds with just two taps. I'm trying to tell you, Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts is the best place to find last minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals and tickets from football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. So all you gotta do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code locked on for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply and again create an account and redeem code locked on for twenty dollars off. Download game uh, game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee.
0: Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to take a look at the Cavaliers here. The Wizards play the Cavaliers tomorrow night. Uh, Brandon, what's your keys to development?
1: Man, I mean, I know you said that you don't think it's a winnable game, but look, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, yeah, he's going to be a headache, especially for this back. Mm-hmm, yeah. or, but I mean, if you look at the injuries they had, man, um, Evan Mobley's out for six to eight weeks with uh, undergoing surgery, and Garland's out um, injured his jaw, sustained a fractured jaw. So I think, you know, if you look at their roster right now or the depth chart, obviously you got Donovan Mitchell, but Max Strews, you know, that might be, I mean, I, you know, Jordan Poole's not the most defensive minded player, but I think that's a matchup that he can definitely exploit, especially on the offensive end. Uh, Isaac Kerrowell versus Denny. That's a matchup. Jared Allen and Gaff. That's going to be a definite matchup to watch. You know, Jared Allen's kind of a twinner, but I mean, he's, they're, they're very similar players, but, you know, we said the same thing about clean uh, Capella. So <laughs> we'll see. But I think that is definitely a matchup to look at. Uh, development-wise, I, for the young guys, you know, if you look at the Cavs bench, outside of Karis LeVert, and George, I guess George and Yang, but this is a favorable matchup for Bilal and Kispert to both eat. I think this is definitely a game where you want to see Bilal be a lot more aggressive driving the lane, not hesitant to shoot that shot, and definitely see what he can do offensively, because I think a, uh, our bench can definitely Matchup well against theirs because, like I said, your biggest name is Karis LeVert. I mean, George Niyang, yeah, I mean, Sam Merrill, eh. Craig Porter, I didn't even know who he was to the day. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, who he played that, for, you know, you know, what I mean, because I, I saw Porter, I was like, man, I know they didn't bring Kevin Porter back. I mean, <laughs> so we'll see, man, but uh, I think it's a favorable matchup, so that would be my keys to development. I think yeah. this is definitely time for Bilal to eat off the bench, see? yeah.
0: Craig Porter he sounds like a two K creative player, player <laughs> right. you know. But Sam Merrill, he's been on a tear. He hit four three. He hit four three pointers last game against the Raptors. They lost to the Raptors on the road. The Raptors with uh, Emmanuel quickly now, and uh, who else? Whoever else was involved in that trade? Uh, R.J. Barrett, yeah. But um, yeah, some other guys have had to really, really step up uh, for the Cavaliers with a lot of guys being out. Like you mentioned, Evan Mobley is out. Uh Darius Garland is out. So this is somewhat of an opportunity for the Wizards to, you know, be competitive in this game. I'm not going to say they're going to win, but this is an opportunity for them to yeah. be competitive for sure. Uh Okoro's been playing well with 16 points. Jared Allen, the matchup with Gafford is going to be huge. You know, this is a game where if Gafford doesn't play uh, with resistance, then Jared Allen can have a Mark Williams type of game where he can put up 20 points and 20 boards. He just had a 16 and 11. 16.11 rebound games. Donovan Mitchell, of course, we know what he does. He can put up 30, 35, 40. He had 26 points in 38 minutes. So he's he's certainly capable of torching the Wizards for 35 to 40 points. Karis Lavert had 31 against the Raptors. Karis Lavert has been playing really, really well. So he, he's had to step up with Garland being out. And uh, Sam Merrill had 16. So um, yeah, the Cavs, they're still a good team, 18 and 15 this year. Uh, looking at their defensive rating, they're still a good defensive team just because, you know, Jared Allen. Back there, defending the paint, they're twelfth in defense rating. They don't push the pace. They're twenty third in pace, twenty yeah. fourth in points scored, so they're not putting up a lot of points. They're they're ninth in still so they force turnover So we really got to protect the basketball. ty Jones does a good job of that anyway. A two point percentage. They're eight. They're eighth in the NBA because Jared Allen's a good finisher. Donovan Mitchell, he gets to the basket a lot. Uh, they're fourteenth in rebounding as well. Uh, so they, 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 they do a lot of the, the, the little things the right way. Yeah. Um. Defensively, they're a good defensive team, 10th and points all out. So th- this could, this could be a grounded out game. Now I know last game, they didn't play well defensively. They gave up 124. They gave up 36 to Pascal and Siakam Pascal Siakam. So they're not the same team uh, that they have been when Evan Mobley is there for sure. So there is, there is some ways that I think we could possibly take advantage of that. But uh, as far as development, yeah, I want to see Bilal get some more minutes, get some t- some touches, be more aggressive of course. Uh, Denny keep doing what he's doing. He's been rebounding the ball really well. Two double-doubles in a row. Let's we'll see if he if he can keep that up. Uh, Tyus of course protect the basketball. Kuz if the three is open, of course take it. Yeah. But let's not force up 15, 18 threes. Now that's not a <laughs> normal thing for him. Of course that's something that, you know, that's we're not going to normally see him really shoot 10 threes yeah but yeah I, I would say shot selection for kuzma he's a guy who of course can go off for 30 whenever whenever he wants to with this roster and with this team for sure but we want we want to see some good shot selection for him um and just yeah ball movement rebounding the ball getting back on defense how are they going to guard donovan mitchell you know I, I don't see them doubling him but i i could see they they got to stop him from getting in the paint they cannot let him get to the rack get to the rim and get to the free throw line a lot. That's going to be a huge thing for them. And then defending Sam Merrill, because he he can, he can knock down a three cares. The going to be a tough task too. We'll see if guards guards Donovan Mitchell a couple times. I do want to see that matchup as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, one thing to look out for is pick and roll defense. We uh, have struggled big time, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I mean, Jared Allen and Donovan Mitchell, man, they go to have it. So, you know, they're going to have a field day, man. So they definitely need to work on pick and roll defense with those two. But yeah, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, man, I mean, how do you really stop him? He, he's yeah. one of those players in the league, you know what I mean? Where you don't exactly stop him, you just slow him down a little bit. You know, he's definitely gonna be the focal point, but you know, I don't want to see a double team because we we we're not fast enough on transition our, our rotations, mm-hmm. and we're so slow to get out the shooters, and that's how they kill us when we try to double team. So definitely, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if we need to go zone or what we need to do, but double team to me does not need to happen because they will definitely burn us. But yeah, you know, no disrespect to Sam Merrill, but you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> But I, I, you know, I'm with you. I, I think that they could definitely play competitive these next two games because the next two games are it's kind of like the baseball series thing. We got the next two in Cleveland, and then they come back home on Saturday. So I think they're. I'm not, I'm with you. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win, but I think they're favorable matchups where we can see some competitive basketball. You know, my biggest thing with the Wizards man is staying consistent and you know keeping your foot on the pedal. You know, not playing good one quarter and then lacking a quarter. You know, I want to see consistent play all four quarters. And that's where I'm at with the Wizards, man. I think that should be a milestone with them is seeing if they can play a complete game, you know, not have to play, you know, come back and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what I want to see from them. These next two games in Cleveland, and I think they're favorable matchups to where we can see some good competitive basketball.
0: Mm-hmm. 100% they got to be physical. They got a gang rebound out there for sure. Getting back on defense and uh, ball movement is going to be huge too. And uh, I want to see how uh, Jordan Poole plays tomorrow night as well. So uh, I got the Wizards losing a close one. Should be competitive, but I have them losing a close one.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I think they're going to split. I think they get a win in Cleveland um, either tomorrow night or Friday night. But I think they, they do split because I think they're going to play competitive ball, man. Mm-hmm. So they will win one of them. I don't know which one, but <laughs> they're going to win one of them. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: But yeah, I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports. 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the sports, the top sports stories of the day with the local experts at Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.